Namaskar. Hello and welcome to Peak Guru's channel. I'm your host, Sri Ayer. Thursday nights are Sumit Peer nights and Sumit Ji is joining us and we have got some sensational breaking information from Pakistan. So let's welcome Sumit Ji. Sumit Ji, Namaskar and welcome to Peak Guru's channel. Namaskar, Sri Sir. Pranam to you. Pranam to all the Darshak, Sadhuva, Tall, Vanakkam to all. Thank you very much for the invitation. Always a pleasure, sir. Sumit Ji, what's happening in Pakistan? I'm sure I should ask what's happening in Pakistan. Tell us a little yeah. bit about what is happening. <laughs> Sir, Pakistan, there is a circus of the absurd, what we call in English, that is happening. And it's a, it's a political PSL of Pakistan which has stopped, started now. Now, uh, I mean, we will we'll, we'll do in continuation where we left last time. Now, what is happening? What has changed? First of all, Army knows that people are with Niazi. Niazi is now seen as a Bharat ka agent, as a rock agent, as an agent for off rock. That's what a lot of people in Pakistan think. And he has been able to do two things which we could not do. He has been able to divide the army. He has been able to divide the ISI. A lot of things are happening there. Now, there are a lot of international players who have cropped up there. I think I was the first one to talk about the involvement of the Chinese finance, uh, this foreign minister. After yes, the Chinese yes. foreign minister left, now, everybody is talking about that. And when the Chinese foreign minister left, suddenly they got some kind of adrenaline boost or the dollar boost and they went after Niazi. And he was talking of political stability. Now, the good news is that a Chinese program or plans of getting lithium from Afghanistan are shelved down. They, they will not even dare to go there. Now, what has happened is that, you know, the Niazi was arrested and he was released and all the drama happened. Now, Niazi is being a smart guy. You know, in the other sense, he went to the Zaman Park residence. Zaman Park residence is within the city of Lahore. It has a lot of these kochas and gullies, these small, small roads and alleys, what we call it. It's not his palatial house, the other one. What did he do? So immediately, a couple of things happened. Now, he was trying to do this. Oh, government is doing this to me. Government is saying, I'm doing this to you and all that. Last night till today, a couple of things happened and a couple of things changed. Last night, for the first time, I think it was mid of the day, last our time, suddenly the government of Pakistan says, Mr. Niazi, Imran Khan Niazi, and you are hiding 40 dreaded terrorists in your house. 40 dreaded terrorists in your house. Now, we are giving you time. I think the time is almost over. By the time we are talking, when we are talking live, the time is almost over. If you don't come out, we have to storm your house. Next step. Then he tries to address people on the YouTube and the YouTube link talks of half. Then he sent a tweet out, this is my last tweet to you. I might be caught, something might happen to me and I'm fighting for Pakistan and all that crap. And then he goes out of internet. Third thing happens is then the electricity of the area, the electricity which is unusual in the Western world and the, the electricity to the area is cut off. Then when the electricity to the area is cut off, one more important development happens here. Now suddenly, Rangers come in, Army comes, comes in, and beyond that, there are SSG commandos. What is SSG? SSG is the Special Force of Pakistan. These commandos come and camp and outside Niazi's house. There are two, two groups. Let's say Group A, Group B, and these people are divided into that. And there is this local police for, you know, Gerao and all that. Now, there was a plan that, you know, last night, they might storm in. They may say that there was a gunfight. And unfortunately, Mr. Niazi became the eventual casualty because... He's the odd man out in the whole game. Look, out of three, that is Asim Munir, Bhutto and Zardari, I called, count the one. Bhutto, Zardari and Sharif as one. Kuch bhi boliya. And Imran. One has to conk off. I've been talking this from the day one. One has to conk off. There has to be a body bag, if I can be direct and explicit. 
So one has to conquer, then other two can survive. Now the odd man out is Niazi because today if you run an election, Niazi will win. Definitely he will win. They know it. Now, with this eventuality happening, with this grouping happening, so suddenly something happened in the power alleys. So people were contemplating, can Niazi be killed? Will he be arrested? What will happen to him? This is last night. And what change today will come to that? Suddenly there was complete silence. We were hoping that something will know, will know, will know. But we came to know nothing. Then when we wake up in the morning, before I go to the morning, then there was one thing was which was very, you know, unfit in the whole scene. The wrong peg was, what are SSG commandos doing there? What is Special Force of Pakistan doing there? I mean, Rangers are competent. Pakistani army is competent. What I came to know, these people have been practicing for this kind of operation to storm. Possibly the idea was that in the ceasefire, in the exchange of fire and all. Sorry, Imran, we lost Imran. Imran got killed. Imran knew this. Eventually, when this drama was unfolding, his Jewish rich wife, Jamina Goldsmith, hits the Twitter. He says, oh, rule of law has prevailed and all. The grapevine talks are that she activated the Jewish lobby, which is in the United States and which is in London. Look, we want to cut a deal. We don't want him to get killed. Now, by that time, when we wake up in the morning, by around 11 o'clock India time, we see something has happened in US overnight, you know, in between this. Suddenly, 60 of the American, uh, you know, these lawmakers have written to Anthony Blinkens. Oh, there's a human right violation in Pakistan, Mr. Blinkens. You should do something about it. You should protect the people of Pakistan. Bloodshed is happening. Now, my question, which I questioned on the national TV also, I say, why today? It has been happening for the last 30 days. Why suddenly you're woken up? Because I think the deal which is being cut or which they are trying to cut is, look, Imran will exit. Let him exit. And in the in in the bargain, you know, we will. Uh, I mean, he will not talk anything. You will let him exit. Let him exit alive. He will not interfere in Pakistan politics. Asim Munir will not let Imran alive because Imran is capable of moving masses. He is more capable than Nawaz Sharif of moving masses. That is the threat of Asim Munir or his predecessors. I will come to later part of my you know explanation, Shri sir. What what are they hiding and what is inside? Them? So they wanted Imran that that is no difference. And now it is very evident. Once I said, once the attack on Imran can happen, I was telling it is the ISI who got it done. And people were laughing at me. How do you know ISI? Imran ne kara, Imran got himself. I said, nobody gets blood shot on him. Because if bullet moves an inch up or down, you will become history. Nobody has that kind of a courage. So don't, don't tell me anybody will get somebody to shoot a bullet on me. And you know, I, I have a mature with in a crowd with an AK shooting bullets at me and I'll get it done. Hey, you must be a tom fool to think that somebody can do it. There are a lot of Tom fools in India who thought that Imran got himself fired. I said, it is not Imran, it is ISI. Now, if you look at the situation today, it is quite relevant that it was ISI only who did it. That the TRA, he can that get it done by a one, two, three, anybody. There are a lot of pawns in the game. Anybody can do it. Now, with this thing happening, the American lawmakers getting activated and all. Now, what is happening is that suddenly the human rights angle is coming. Now, for Asimunir. To get rid of Imran is very, very difficult. I've been mean, always saying that Asim Ali is in touch with the Americans. Say, what do you want to do? Because now the Americans are saying, look, buddy, you cannot do toe the Chinese line. You have to kiss goodbye to China. Asim Ali says, sir, I have $27 billion of loan. Is it for America, $27 billion is nothing. Peanuts, small change. We can handle that. But you have to be our buddy and you have to listen to us. And exactly do what we want you to do. Now he says, what about the martial law? Martial law is a thing, she said, which suits all, which suits Americans, which suits Russians, which is Chinese, because army gets the absolute power. And what is everybody interested in Pakistan? It's not a Pakistani politician. It's not Niazi, it's not Sharif, it's not 
anybody is army of pakistan because army of pakistan is a hired gun you can use them for whichever purpose you want they are available and isi runs this uh, you know narcotic dollar and i'm coming to that so these are the two things which changed and now suddenly we are talking about what is going to happen to niazi but the human rights bogey and the us government and the us senate's intervention or interference is quite visible in the meanwhile what happens that the pakistan government is saying mr niazi your time is up you have not surrendered 40 terrorists which are hiding in your residence so what to do we have we have arrested 3500 protesters we have killed 25 protesters officially 7500 pti uh, leaders are under arrest and there is one thing which is happening she said and you know like if a pti leader is released then neck he walks out of the jail or she walks out of the jail next minute she is arrested again for in some other case right by the way bushra bibi his wife also has 12 cases which are pending against her and she is busy you know burning the black meat those black chickens black dogs black cats she is burning black burning i we, we should even send her some uh, black color i mean at least she can paint us something plastic things and burn them she is busy burning her own burqa what about her own burqa that is the last resort na sir wo to last resort that is the last resort what if okay that is the last resort uh, so with this things happening now in fact there was one unfortunate incident also there is one leader of pta called shireen mazari they arrested shireen mazari third times that's okay but they misbehaved with her daughter because daughter has nothing to do with politics and she is a young girl there is no point of misbehaving with the daughters and sons but in pakistan everything can happen so this is ex minister's son a daughter sorry so with this all things happening with all this ruckus breaking now today all the major leaders anybody who matters of pti is under jail when they release they get the money and again workers are released imran khan claims at least 25 people are dead which have killed by police my party is under arrest my everything so they are crippling the wings of imran khan his clan is crippled they left his bb bushra bb and uh, for the information of the viewers shri sir there are more than 12 cases against the 12 fire even she is left in one the 11 are still pending which can be used but somehow i'll tell you one thing somehow they are reluctant to put their hands in bushra bb because they these people are you know fanatics of first order they also scare her there is a little bit of element of dar hai thoda you know they, they were a bit scared about that woman and her black magic and all that now with these developments happening one more development ha- has happened around zaman park that is his residence A hundred trucks and containers have moved in. Trucks with containers. Now Zaman Park is not a commercial area. There are no factories there. So imagine a gully mohalla, an old town kind of a scenario. What will hundred trucks with containers do? Now I was asking people, my contacts and sources, say, what the hell are you up to? What, what do you want to do? I said, what is inside those containers? Nobody seems to know. How have they come? What are what are you intending to do? I think knowing Pakistan, these containers will be used to block the roads at the right point of time because. when these youthias youthias will come out how do you block the roads you will use this container walls to block the roads i think that is the motive now what are you going to do now as you know there is a lot of american pressure and human rights pressure the deal is cut deal is not cut i have two more things which i'll talk after this the deal is cut deal is not come what are they trying to do they will possibly try to take imran khan and this time he will be produced to a military court not to a civilian court because he knows umar atabandiyal will let him go or something might happen so military court treason desh droh you are you are a traitor you have done this you have done this you have compromised the security of pakistan you are terrorist all this anyway bilawal buttu zardari told him two days back you are a terrorist that is that is a new batch imran khan has is got now when they present to the military court the options will be two uh, mr niazi either you go to gallows like mr buttu or you leave the country choose one 
if the deal is cut, if still they want him to go alive. The military court things can go anyway, but I believe they might want to leave him because there will be a lot of pressure and a lot of things which will which will happen. So they might leave him. If they wanted to eliminate him, they would have done it last night because then military is the best disguise. Military operation is the best disguise of eliminating any person. But to take to him to a court, then have a hanging, then have a date fix, it's a lot of trouble. It's a lot of the shit can hit the fan. They don't want that. So it will be a lot okay. You have to leave the country. That is what is going to happen to possibly to Niazi if he survives. Now, the person who deposited his money in that uh, trust, where is uh, kind of the Malik guy? Malik guy, according to some sources, offered him a plane yesterday. There's a plane in the airport, Bodo Airport. I'll ensure you safe passage and you leave Pakistan. Niazi did not agree to it. When Niazi did not agree to what the Malik's offer is, now, the second logical thing is they will ask him, the military court will ask him, look, you want to play the ball, it's okay. You don't want, well, you are kind of dead. What do you want to live? If you want to live, you have to leave the country. If you want to live, be here, sorry, we can't afford to keep you alive. That is how Pakistan works. Now, Niazi is in trouble and everybody needs the rogue army of Pakistan. This is what is happening. Three, four important things have happened in the meanwhile. Uh, according to sources, nobody can confirm it, two American transporters seem to have landed Somewhere in Pakistan, what was in the transporters? What were they carrying? What the Americans are wanting to do? What is in those transporters? Nobody knows. Another very suspicious moment is, sir, that uh, Pakistan Air Force is doing a lot of sorties. They go around Abbottabad, they come near the Indian border, and they leave. And then less than five minutes before you can get the before those commercial trackers can track your number and all. Now, what is Pakistan trying to do? Are they trying to see where our radar positions are? Are they trying to see what is our response time? Are they trying to see what is happening? Because I suspect when they know the shit is going to hit the fan, they might do something like a Galwan, a Kargil or something on the Indian side. That will be the way to unite the people and take care of Niazi. So they will do it simultaneously. Here, lit a fire. Here, get rid of Niazi. Possibly let him go. So these are two things also happening. Why Ukraini plane was there? What was the Ukraini plane doing? Nobody seems to answer. And... On the top of that, I was always wondering, what is our good friend Nadeem Manjum doing? Why he's silent? Why he's not talking anything? Where the hell is he hiding? You can't have the ISI top man uh, doing nothing. They call him Bunny or whatever. Now, according to some uh, information which is available on the Pakistani media, I want to make a revelation, sir, which is very, uh, which is very heartbreaking and very, uh, very dangerous, in fact. Now, the former ISI chief, as per there, there's a Hamza Kent somewhere in Pakistan. And there is a full-fledged machinery and setup where they're printing counterfeit currency. Counterfeit currency for Pakistan. I mean, let's say I put a billion rupees there and I get half of it in the real currency. And counterfeit currency for the surrounding countries. I don't know who are the countries. There is no information available on that. Even it might be dollar. We don't know what are they printing. So they are printing this currency. The outgoing ISI chief has printed just 20 billion Pakistani rupees and 4 billion foreign currency equivalent to that. Now, Nadeem Anjum, when he took the uh, and he, what was he very busy in, he was printing this foreign currency. And as per sources, it is 18 billion Pakistani rupees. Now, the ISI of Pakistan is printing fake currency to kill the economy of Pakistan and get the real currency out on the dollars, whatever they want. So this is the business what ISI also runs. 
when you ask them why are you doing it we do a lot of black ops why do you doing narco dollar we do black ops why are you doing extortion we do black ops why are you doing flesh trade because we do have to support a lot of black ops and 4 to 5 billion dollars of counterfeit currency which is a foreign currency is also being printed by isi incidentally 3 days 4 days back you must have seen sir i think near mumbai we intercepted a ship a chota boat na chota boat not a ship a small boat a mother boat kind of a thing it was carrying drugs from pakistan worth 1.45 billion dollars one boat 1.45 billion dollars who controls the boat boat is run by a person called haji salim now who is haji salim haji salim is a guy who works for isi now who told us this this is not my analysis our ncb head in the in the india media told this is what and there are a lot of haji salims which are doing this business and we know globally out of 10 only 3 to 4 boats are caught six boats are never caught that's how the world is with you know with this that's how so many drugs reach the coast of the world so you can imagine what i've been always telling on your channel on the channel some national tv isi runs on narcomani so the world the americans the britishers the european union the australians everybody should take a note of this incident if 1.45 billion dollars us dollars is one consignment what is the quantum of consignments which is hitting the whole world sir so narco dollar we know flesh trade we know arms smuggling we know extortion we know counterfeit currency publishing we know so the question is what is isi and pakistani army not doing anything and everything on earth who is their biggest obstacle obstacle the biggest obstacle is imran khan niazi so if you get rid of niazi something i want to bring something more uh, you know to the table i think it was two or three days back they did the evaluation of these four tanzims which i talk foji tanzim shaheen bhariya askari the valuation today or the what then what the uh, the turnover they did is around 80 billion dollars i think profit will be in the tune of uh, 24 billion dollars so we are talking here of a multi billion dollar industry shoji tanzim and four organizations 80 billion 24 billion dollars supported a uh, profit 11 dha billions of dollars one boat carrying 1.45 billion dollars of drugs one boat counterfeit currency billions of dollars so if you add up everything sri sir it is a parallel economy which might be half of pakistan gdp which might be equivalent to pakistan gdp and who controls the economy the economy is controlled by pakistani army and who is the obstacle in our to in, in the mind of army is imran khan niazi he would have been eliminated the people are not him but today with the bandumast with the bandumast in you know in english is the arrangement with the arrangement they have put with these containers and all something drastic is going to hit in pakistan i suspect in the month of june or july in the month of june and july that is what my calculation says something might hit indian borders as well something might hit indian borders as well and the probabilities any to many the good news what i'm hearing from a lot of sources is that uh, you know the international atomic energy commission iaea and the americans they seem to be in control of the pakistani nuclear assets the best of the knowledge we have we cannot confirm or deny only mr bush can confirm or deny so there are there but still the sorry mr biden sorry my apologies now uh, still the the worrying factor is sir the reactors of pakistan active now if you go deep into the reactors of pakistan they hardly produce nuclear power if they are not producing nuclear power what are they producing 
the question is what are they producing pakistan has 20 hours of power shortage where is the nuclear fuel coming from are are the reactors being used for uranium enrichment there's a possibility will uranium be shipped out to iran or to you know ukraine there's a possibility now we know a lot of ukrainian ammunition is made in pakistani godowns and the ammunition is not working that's a different thing but something big is brewing in pakistan there is china there is there are americans there are saudis there is pti there is zardaris there is army there is isi there are so many businesses and there is imran khan there is zardari there is buttu and there is sharif now when you look at all this it is becoming a cockmire of disaster a cocktail of disaster which we see brewing and and to the cherry on the cake is we have a few hundred million people with guns ak's we are not talking those handguns small guns we are talking of ak's now if things go out of the control this region can really go top seed turvy this region can only go top seed turvy i will reiterate and maintain my point which i have been maintaining for last 5 years since 2019 pakistan will break and will break by december now with or without bloodshed and what is the quantum of blood pakistani army is willing to spill sir they will not go without the blood spill because the money on the table is lot the profits are mind boggling the wealth the power the country is in might mommy unless and until the pakistan army realizes look we cannot fight these people you know there are too many there are too many guns to handle and this also explains me when i was talking of where are these 200 planes which have taken more than 250 planes some say 300 where are these 300 planes where are these chartered flights going what are they carrying is it counterfeit currency is it gold is it cash what the hell are they carrying or the hell are they bringing something is being carried which is bulk right why do you need a chartered plane you the sir carrying something in bulk why the two american transporters have landed there what they are carrying we don't know what is this plane hitting abu dhabi coming to our borders and going back are they checking our radars are they checking our response time because i suspect you know looking at a lot of things something fishy might be happening we know rochelles were there we know atomic and IEA guys were there. We know a lot of things happened. I was the first one to talk about on national TV and a lot of channels. What were you doing in uh, this Paradise Point, right? What what was the Pakistan doing there? What what why did the these what did these fifty fifty black yeah and what did they carry back? I hope and pray. I hope and pray they have got Americans have got the hold of their nukes. That is a good news for the whole world. I hope and pray. My hypothesis is right because now. if the nukes are out of the picture pakistan has done another have a lot on the bargaining chip so it's only money it's loot and plunder and at the cost of how many body body bags today we are talking of 25 35 people dead but if this thing hits the fan we are talking few thousand or maybe 100000 casualties pakistan can become like rwanda because you have a lot of people carrying a lot of guns so what is going to happen how is it going to happen or are they able to take imran khan out will they let imran khan flee but imran khan yesterday the malik gave him the offer there is a plane leave the country he didn't take it now what is imran khan waiting for and imran is already 70 i mean he is is not 45 he doesn't have a lot of years so what is american military or the junta or sorry not american what is the pakistani military or the junta planning what is asim munir of the sleeve i always wondered what was this uh, Nadeem Anjum busy, busy with we know. Now, with all these things happening, and with these all these interests at crossroads of each other, and with this human rights, with the with the Jewish lobbies, with all these things happening, 
the epicenter of the, of the global troubles, uh, trouble seems to be Pakistan. And there is one man on which a lot of things are banking. That is Niazi. And there is one man who wants him out at any cost. Out or taken out. That is Asim Munir. And of course, Nadeem Unjum would be here. So we'll see, wait and watch what happens. And in the meanwhile, Foreign Minister of Pakistan is missing. Right? Prime Minister of Pakistan is missing. The Prime Minister of Pakistan says, if the, I will go against the Supreme Court of Pakistan. And then this uh, Joker, what is his name? Fazlur Rahman kicks in. And then I, we see Mariam Sharif climbing the container with him. I mean, it's, it's absolute circus. And all the Jokers are pulling, pushing each other. Now, I hope and pray there's not a lot of bloodshed. We don't see a lot of body bags. We don't see a lot of disaster. But Sri sir, if you ask me, uh, things are changing by the hour. Things are changing by the hour. Who can, anything can happen. Even Bandial can be taken out. I mean, worst comes, push comes to shove. Munir might not survive. Niazi might not survive. But the odd man out is Niazi because a lot of people want him out because there's a lot, there's a multi-billion dollar business which is going on. So that is that is the kind of summary which happened in Pakistan in last few days, especially last 48 hours. That is my limited and a brief and precise, concise take on it. Fawad Chaudhary is running uh, this Olympic. You see, he was... <laughs> and he, he was the same Fawad Chaudhary who said, I have to say in Hindi, Janab-e-Sipikar. We have entered India and we have, you know, really struck them when he went to Pulwaba. Now he was running like a dog without water. I, I, I love dogs, but uh, I don't I, I don't I don't know a better animal. So, you know, that is what he was. And he's fat, he's plump, and he's, and he's insane and, and uh, utterly useless. So, he, there's a lot of... So, you see the minister Sarani, Shireen Mazari has been arrested three times. Her daughter is... Kind of molested, kind of molested. I don't want to bring bad name. It's kind of molested. So what is happening? Who is in control? And uh, some people even say, even say, Bushra Bibi is not very loyal to Imran Khan Niazi. So whom is she loyal to? That is another thing which we might say turning up. So if you have seen Game of Thrones, welcome to Pakistan. Next should be on the the the, the whatever the, the intrigues of Pakistan. It will beat all the records. Game of Thrones will look like a small thing. I have I'm giving this idea free of cost. I can help them to make the movie if somebody's interested. So there are a lot of scoops, there are a lot of stories happening, a lot of parallel things going on. And it is an absolute, you know, absolute spect uh, tamasha for us to watch. But I hope and pray there's not a lot of bloodbath. I I because that can spin a few problems for us as well, if I can be candid and direct. So we don't want to happen and we don't want that to happen because that can also become a presence for a lot of, you know, people to do a lot of ugly things in the world. So, you know, that is my two cents on it. Ji, sir. Thank, thank you so much, Sumiji. Uh, I also heard a few things and I'll just run them by you one by one and you can kind of explain and then we'll take the questions. First thing is, I hear that General Asim Munir is being referred to by others whenever they address him as Hafisa. Because he is that Hafiz Quran. Hafiz Quran means who is a, uh, who recites the Quran by you know by tongue and he has understood the Quran. When he was a defense attache in Saudi Arabia, he went to some madrasa and all and he got it taught. So that's what is Hafiz. 
hafiz quran hafiz that is where the hafiz becomes hafiz that is that 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 is where it is coming so that is why he is referred hafiz sahab ji <laughs> now i find it unusual because you know you are in your army you are professional you address anybody by their rank that is how people would like to be addressed as so i find it very unusual now in all these things i am also hearing that the deal that has been cut between china and the pakistani army is that china will have full access to all the mines uh, possibilities in pakistan like rikodik is one place copper mines and i think little bit of gold and silver also but then you have to take it out from there find the road that comes up to quetta cpec has to come up to quetta and then beyond to rikodik and then get it from there and send it while the balochi liberation army is breathing down your neck i don't know how feasible so that is one plus the two ports karachi and gwadar i guess so this is another deal i'm hearing any truth in this so what is happening what i have heard is that what chinese this time want chinese want the pla with arm and armor should be deployed in pakistan now unless and until there is a situation like this which warrants for this because the pakistan is really up in arm bhai how are you letting the chinese come here now chinese are ready to do nothing less than that say we want our pla there because we want them in arm and armory there we want to move tanks or whatever we want to move but that will be a compromise of sovereignty of pakistan so the supreme court of pakistan and the both the houses have to agree to it and the people of pakistan have to agree to it but without that chinese are not ready to walk the talk so in the meanwhile they were interested in lithium they wanted talibanis to come and uh, bilawal to do the broker brokerage or the dalali what we call it hindi for them to get the access to the lithium because chinese want to say we are ahead of in the games but if you look at their economy that is really shambling and crumbling i don't know where to get they get money we will know if we know about this printing thing of pakistan why we will we know a bigger scam of china we can talk about that they i mean there is not a bigger facade what i have seen in my life except uh, this uh, chinese economy but that's not a topic here so chinese can go to any extent but i don't think pakistanis will let them give it because chinese in the long run she said they are looking for pakistanis for economic slavery i'll explain that i don't know how i right. talked in your no we talked I, about it a little bit but please go ahead yeah i'll explain that you see today in china the birth rate has come down now if you look at the male female ratio is 66 34 i mean that is because of the one child policy china average age is around going to around 40 right in next 40 years the china's population will be 800 million only right and there is one new thing which has hit china which a lot of people are not talking about because i don't know why this was scared to talk about china a lot of youth are writing in chinese which means the large generation what it means to sir we are the large generation they are not multiplying they are not producing kids because they have this mindset we have we are going to be the slaves of communist party of china we don't want to produce more slaves for communist party of china so they are writing this at the chinese character i can't you know read that but it means the large generation we are the large generation so we are not going to produce kids this is a new thing which is catching in the youth of china and the couples of china like fire because i was trying to get inquest to why is china's birth rate falling why is government incentivizing you you are not producing babies and you are number one womanizers in the world so what stops you because that you know having known known their culture very closely i know what what what, what is stopping you then i realized this now even if you look at a, a typical chinese couple if you are a manager in a company the amount of money which go today we have 67% of the chinese women working which is one of the highest in the world so if you the amount of money you are going to make as a manager 
the cost of sending your kid to a school and the maid is more than your money so even if you go and work it doesn't make sense right the cost of having a kid has gone high exponentially the real estate has gone down now what is china looking at why do they want boats why do they want railways why do they want airports they want anything which makes sense in pakistan which are the what in what were in acupuncture we call the pressure points what are the pressure points in pakistan they want to get a hold of everything now what is our good friends in pakistan doing now you know shri sir i mean the world knows that they are the people who download the maximum porn in the whole world highest number of porn downloads are happen in pakistan they are number one there kahin to number one mere at least they are number one somewhere so second thing what they are doing is इसकी so ocean water is coming back into the fields at karachi port so sindh unless the sindh river if you don't desilt it fast this thing is completely unusable so i don't know what uh, weed china is smoking thinking that they can use pakistani land for farming it may be only in punjab beyond that they won't be able to get anything please go ahead sir you are absolutely right sir that is why they asked for this land in punjab punjab is fertile and punjab has its own water sources now i'll tell you one more thing you must have seen in pakistan sir if a young girl dies or a woman dies the grave the tombstone then yeah grave, oh my god i know that yeah. iron gates and putting locks because they fear necrophilia of dead buried i mean this is this was carried in times of india first yes. i feared it from here and there when i saw it in times of india oh, oh my god what the holy shit are we talking here sorry to be you know i mean i i, I lose my proportion at times i get crazy what i'm looking at you know you have somebody buried you want to open a grave and that's what you want to do that is the level of craziness now coming to the point now pakistanis have the highest fertility rate in the world 3.4 a pakistani woman produces more than 5 kids in her life 3.4 fertility rate so she sir at this time at this rate in next 20 years they are doubling and in next 20 years the this so next 20 years if they are doubling we're talking 50 crore 500 million people right in steeny mini pakistan today they are the fifth populous country in the world nuclear powered and yet and they are in the most deprived countries of the world that is about pakistan imagine the plight of pakistan no food no water pakistan is one of the three highly water scarce countries in the world food to hai nahi there is no food now if they double what will they would do imagine now coincide it with the chinese chart in 40 years china will be 80 million and the average age will be 52 to 55 now at this point of time the country which will have highest number of unemployed youth because these kids who are born will become 20 by that time so there will be a mass youth male female which chinese will need to serve their population to run in their factories to learn as waiters to run as cleaners to run as dry cleaners to even run in those chinese ktvs which are name say karaoke bars but they are brothels so where will these where will the people come from the people will come from pakistan so when i talk to pakistan that china is going to economically enslave your future generations they're not when i give them the numbers i tell them these are the numbers are the numbers and correct they don't say the numbers are incorrect so the leaders of pakistan are trading the future of pakistani generations because the the progeny of the leaders won't be in pakistan they will be american canadian citizens they will be somewhere in the world they will have palaces they don't have to bother too much this is happening in pakistan the future of the 
Pakistani youth is China's economic slavery. That is why she said, China wants ports, airports, all the ports, all the railway stations. What will they do with it? For example, take a, uh, take a typical uh, Pakistani airport, single runway, loss making. Why do Chinese want that? What are they going to do out of it? Nothing. But in the long run, in the bigger scheme of things of Chinese, this will be their asset. They will control all the pressure points. And that is why they want to move in PLA there. Because if PLA is there, few regiments of PLA are there, then they can control the things. They are trying to get Taliban on their side, give loading them with the money. And these jihadis can work for anybody, give them money. And by the time few generals will start swinging to Chinese, they can pay them the money. Pakistani army is a hired gun. Anybody who pays the money, they'll work from there. So that is what is the bigger plan of China. Bigger plan of China is not CPEC, is not what we're looking now. They're looking 40 years down the line. Because in today's time, you cannot put slaves on a ship and chain them and guide them to China. So where will the slaves come from? What is the biggest worry of China is they are increasing median age and they are depleting birth rate and they are depleting male-female ratio. And this thing which nobody talks, I don't know why, we are the last generation. Why this is not being talked? Because people realize we are slaves of Communist Party of China. I, my grandfather was same, my father was same, I'm going to do the same and my third generation is also going to be the same. So they are tired of it. They are tired of struggling and working in China where you have nothing is sure. And we know Chinese economy has a cumulative debt of $53 trillion, which is more than 55% of the global GDP. And uh, and dollar is not, I'm sorry, RMB is not a convertible currency. There's hardly anybody using RMB in the world. Though she had a plan that one day the, the RMB will be digital and he will replace the dollar. But that day is never going to come. And their exports are shrinking. Everything within China is going topsy-turvy. So China is trying to get Pakistan its own fold. What will also happen? When you literally get hold of Pakistan, when you hold Pakistan from all the corners, sir, is it a is it an unforsaken thought that if I say some Xi Jinping's grandson, not literally grandson, some third generation leader might say and say Pakistan is a territory of China? It can, he can yeah, say it will be like Xinjiang, the way they annex Xinjiang or Tibet. Yes, exactly, sir. In the long run, when you get them, when you encircle them completely. 20 years, 30 years down the line or 40 years down the line, say, look, this is my territory. And what to do with the Muslims of Pakistan is exactly what they have done in Ugars. They have perfected the model. They know how to do DNA engineering, how to destroy mosques, how to do a lot of things and how to do organ transplant, organ harvesting, sex slavery, everything. I mean, anything to everything they will do. And how to even experiment those drugs. You know, Chinese medicine has a lot of those crazy drugs, which are, you know, which is arsenic in it, which are, which are, which are absolutely crazy, you know. We, which are the people where the drugs are kind of experimented? They're experimented on them. So China has bigger plans for Pakistan. And the new breed of Pakistanis, what I always say, is going to be Pakichinos. Where the father will be a Chinese and mother will be Pakistani. It's not a cappuccino, Pakichino. Pakichino. So there'll be nothing called Pakistani. There'll be nothing called Islam. There'll be nothing called uh, Riyasat Madina. And now Pakistanis will realize one thing from Qaeda Azam. To Niazi, to Sharif, to Bhutto, everybody has betrayed them. That is the reality. Every leader of Pakistan has betrayed them. Everybody has made their money and they have fled the country. And this is what is going to happen today. And the poor man of Pakistan who is sleeping with Imran Khan's Niazi's picture and ready to take a bullet, he doesn't know what Imran Khan will do. Again, he will do the same thing. So, and Imran Khan had all his riches around the whole world. He was a playboy. He had his best of his life, best of his alcohol. He used to eat, drink, and uh, you know, wine and dine, pork and everything. He did everything. Not to mention now, drugs. 
अरे सर वो तो वो तो नेचुरल है ना दैट इज नेचुरल वी कॉल इट अफगान पाउडर अफगान पाउडर सो एंड देन व्हेन ही वाज थ्री टर्न 70 ही बिकेम मौलाना उमरा इमरान खान विद तस्मी इन हिज हैंड ही वेंट टू यूनाइटेड नेशंस विद अ तस्मी दैट इज व्हाट पाकिस्तानी लीडर्स डू व्हेन नथिंग सेल्स इस्लाम कश्मीर एंड देन जिहाद गजवाए हिंद कातिल कातिल और काफिर दीस आर सिक्स सेवन वर्ड्स व्हिच दे पेयर पिक अप चेंज द परमिटेशन कॉम्बिनेशन and these words are still able to do the magic the 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 thing what i'm warning a lot of people in pakistan is if you don't still salvage yourself your future generations are going to be economic slaves of chinese that is what is the chinese bigger plan understand what they did in sinjiang and they did in tibet so it is up to you whom do you put your money on it's definitely not the army is definitely not the imran khan it's definitely not the Sharif or Zardari or Bhutto, whoever they are, I mean, it's Pakistan is heading for a big time trouble, and uh, and there might be a time we might have China as a as a neighbor from this side and a China as a neighbor from this side. I don't see it as a far off possibility. Forty years down the line, I may or may not be there, but we might have China as neighbors on the both side, and by that time, if China survives, but I'm telling you, sir, by 2030, uh, sorry, by the December of this year. the disintegration of pakistan is almost sure if they disintegrate fast if they disintegrate without bloodshed they have a possibility of surviving as isolated units if their nuclear arsenal is taken by the americans or internet uh, iaee then the world is a better and a safer place but these absolute jihadis with this amount of money with this amount of power and nukes are a threat to the world the sooner the world reali- realizes is the better it is because i i give one example sri sir it only took 18 radicalized youth to bring down the wtc it was 18 of them and they were none of them was illiterate none of them was a jihadi here we are talking of illiterates weaponized 100% radicalized jihadis so you know see the quantum of trouble they can bring in and there is one more thing if imran khan survives the, the advantage we get on the table is that these people will be busy with themselves so imran will pin break them they will imprison them they will pin them so as long as imran is there so they will be busy with themselves they will be busy keeping each other busy you know this that allegation that allegation sometime imran might become even imran khan son should now enter politics because he is also a good leader you know he might not know even abc of pakistan but the show has to go on so if you want your enemies not to come for you keep them busy keep the circus on but we only don't want blood bath we don't want those 100000 people dead or few thousand people dead we don't want that we want them to break we want them to disintegrate and we want them to bring big smaller uh, promises and if god is great some of them might even find a utility in the ecosystem of the world and try to do something with the world needs them in current form they don't need them and sir if pakistan breaks the biggest thing what world gets is bigger than nukes you have opium of afghanistan which is the raw material for 85% of the drugs of the world which is a which is a historical data which is available to everybody if that can be stopped a lot of drug menace in the world can be stopped so if opium doesn't leave afghanistan if opium doesn't leave afghanistan a lot of drug menace in the world can be stopped and who are the biggest carriers of opium isi i have been saying isi runs on narco dollar now the revelations which are coming i talked about this boat and other things now the world has to wake up if you are looking for drugs if you are looking for cartels it's not the mexico track the opium where does the opium come from where does 85% of the opium come from who carries opium who processes opium 
So there are people like Dawood Ibrahim and all who are involved. Dawood gives a 40% of the revenue share on his business. So he's an agreement with them. They are very imandar people. They are very honest people. They have this revenue share agreements with the, all the imandar people of the world. That is how it runs. I mean, this is no secret about it. So if we really want world to be liberated, it is important this country breaks up. And with it, this concept of Islamic Republic of Pakistan will also break up. Maybe other 56 also wake up and smell coffee and realize what are we doing? This concept is not sustainable, Baba. This will not work. And they refine themselves. If you look at the inflation, by the way, I wanted to make one point. Inflation has hit 48, 49%. Some people say 45%, 55%. Some, there's an argument, what is hyperinflation? But you're almost hitting or you already hit hyperinflation. Ardogan hit 84% inflation, sir. Ardogan hit it. But the magic is he got again elected. He's weak, but he got again elected. So if they want to end up like no, this, but, but uh, he that is there is a runoff, right? He has not been elected yet. There is a runoff. One is to one, yeah. one number one and number two. One, number and one and number two. But I was expecting him to be decimated. He has literally killed yeah. the country. But if Pakistan doesn't want to become, you know, one of those God-forbidden islands of the world, and for the sake of God, I tell Pakistan is only one thing. Even if you disappear from planet Earth, who the hell is bothered? It's a reality. I mean, today you disappear, disappear. Go on, go on with the wind. Who the hell is bothered? If you want to survive, is for your future generations. You are in an existential crisis. But keep it within you. Disintegrate. Try to be useful. Or whatever you want to do. Just don't have problems for us and the other peoples of the world. And one last point I want to make before we go to the questions. Why 99% Muslims of Pakistan are not safe in Pakistan? Why Muslims of Pakistan are killing each other? Why Muslims are killing each other? That is the question you have to ask yourself. Where you are less, you say uh, Muslims are being persecuted. When you are 50%, you will say, okay, you will say, we are, we are 50%, you will say, look, we want division. Where you cross 50%, you say Sharia. Okay, Pakistan 99%, 99%. What the heck is the problem? Afghanistan almost 100%. Where the hell is the problem? These are bigger questions. Huh? This is a bigger question which the world has to start contemplating and you know contesting them with. What is wrong with you? Is there something wrong somewhere? Is, is the source code corrupt? Is the framework tilt? Is the ideology sustainable? Is the concept practical, amicable or livable in the century and the times we live in? These are bigger questions what the world should contemplate now because you know you can be a noisy neighbor but you can't screw my happiness off of all your life right so there are some basics which need to be answered and uh, and i would advise everybody uh, for the sake of god let's stop being ostrich let's call spade a spade and take the bull by horns we have to do it one day if i don't have to do my second generation third generation your second generation third generation somebody has to do it being ostrich is not helping because you know when shit hits the fan everybody gets stained Thank you so much, Sumiji. I just want to add one last thought to all of what you have said. And this is a concern that is uh, going to affect not only uh, Pakistan, but uh, UK, where there is uh, Europe, where there are a lot of uh, Muslims, uh, as well as India and Bangladesh. Now, what I have data, this is in uh, UK, they have found out that 16% of the kids that are being born of British Muslim origin have special needs. 16%, that's one in six child is not born normal. 
and and they are attributing this to their marrying within the clans you know staying very very close this is not a healthy thing at all and and if this continues and i'm sure the same habits exist not only there but in pakistan and india as well as in bangladesh they really need to look at this part and make sure that this is addressed fast because that system there then you know you know how every time there is some rape or something else or oh, this person was unstable mentally that's why this happened there may be some truth in that but the point is you have to make sure that uh, medically the husband and wife they have to be medically tested for compatibility genially gen genetically so there is something like this in us it's called rubella test what rubella okay. test checks is you know rh positive versus rh negative there there is, i think both cannot be rh negative something like that there is one restriction and if that is the case they don't allow the uh, the marriage to happen so you have to get that thing rubella test has to be performed for anybody who wants to marry and they have to confirm that before you can you'll be allowed now you know what they are trying to do in uh, us they are trying to bring in like we want to marry within our own rules within our own uh, uh no religious but the the thing is even then let's say two hindus want to marry right you still have to take this test this is a must but i don't know how they are going to get around this they are pushing very very hard especially you saw that recently a mayor in minnesota signed off with a flourish saying that you can have azan five times a day in minnesota in in minneapolis and and Honest. that's really really sad really really sad anyway so these things are also happening that's something that everybody needs to keep in mind you are going to say something go ahead sir just two sets uh, one there was a media report which was out a few years back it's not latest it said that 10% of the pakistan population has mental problems hmm. diagnosed mental problems and there is around 40% of the population sir i'm talking 40% i'm talking of a few million people 100 million people who have mental problems they are undiagnosed that is point number 1 and uh, so you know if you look at a 250 million kind of a number your 50% is 125 million it's, it's a big number we are talking and these people carry guns one point second question is you are talking of a test sir but there is one practical problem in the test you see in, in, in other faiths when you marry if you divorce there's a lot of a problem there's a lot of a process but here the remarrying and divorce is so easy how do you control it and you might marry 20 30 times a day uh, in a, in a in a lifetime because you know you have to just say the three words and get rid of your wife and get a new wife so how do you control this <laughs> you no, absolutely nitin has a good point go through. see this is the other thing guys 1905 up until 1905 there was akhand bharat even the muslims used to do pitrutarpan meaning like mother and father the departed date they would do amavas tarpan also in 1905 what happened muslim league as a party was formed that's when suddenly these people felt oh no 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 we were the rulers we are special this mindset started changing and that's when india really uh, you know it, it completely came off the wheels in terms of this uh, hatred between the two communities very very sad anyway let's take some questions sumit ji we have a lot of people waiting and we have talked for 50 minutes really really fast lot of stuff uh, about the cancer hospital story this is what i have i'm going to read this i don't have it uh, confirmed from somebody some other source but i am going to read, read this thing um, so what has happened is that 
there is a soya bean omg oil this was imported for human consumption and this causes cancer now when people use the soya bean oil then they are prone to getting cancer what happened then was how to treat this cancer so the goldsmith rothschild this is the jemima goldsmith goldsmith and rothschild see goldsmiths are related to the rothschild family the big financial barons so they had a cancer drug that they wanted tested on all these patients now what happens in this case is whenever you are going to test an experimental drug that's not fda approved even for the whole world they wait for the fda to approve something before they say okay it is okay for consumption even on a prescription what has happened is imran allowed this is an allegation uh, we have to see what imran has to say about it he has allowed these new drugs experimental drugs to be tested on patients without telling them so usually you have a letter that you have to sign even when you are going through simple process even dantamanjan i mean even if you want to do a root canal right you have to give a consenting yeah you say that it consent you have to give that it it i'm fully consenting the doctor to operate on me or whatever right so they have done this without telling them and this who knows what kind of consequences those are going to happen so this is the other big story that is also coming up this is another story that army is putting out saying that it was imran who allowed all this stuff so they are trying to you know build narratives to try and break down the popularity of imran i just wanted to mention that thanks for mentioning yeah go ahead you wanted to say something okay no, let, no, let's no. go to the questions yeah let's go to the questions now um, barani chandar wants to know how worried should we be about bjp for 2024 lok sabha elections seems like all next elections in 2023 will be an uphill battle for bjp how do you think india will fare if raga becomes prime minister birender uh, ji namaskar i hope pray and uh, i will pray to lord mahakal that uh, this day delayed for another 1000 years <laughs> if it is even, even if it is inevitable because if this happens uh, god can only save us that things are tough i mean honestly speaking uh, i think the national elections and the state elections work in a different algorithm but everything is a learning but what happened in karnataka is a big learning lot of things changed i have given my analysis on a few channels of what happened in karnataka uh, the things have to be changed and lot of strategies need to be revisited and uh, even the teams need to be reconsidered issues need to be reconsidered now if you are reading the newspapers what should be the principal issue for telangana is being contemplated so the so karnataka is a wake up call there's a lot of learnings and Uh, the success of the failure depends upon how much as an individual or an organization you can learn from your failures um next question please chaitanya takle wants to know why did pakistan not support masood in afghanistan who wanted an islamic state in the 90s uh namaskar ji so why he did not support is because you know when islamic state becomes ultimately the power shifts to mullahs and molanas now pakistan army is has wine has alcohol has pork is into prostitution is to anything which is not islamic anything and everything which is not islamic so they want islam only as a smoke screen they want to keep these molanas for a smoke screen and to give them power fire when they want so one is i want to give molanas the power that is a complete islam second is i want to use them to create those smoke screens and do that tabla you know dole when i want to create some noise so they want molanas to be doing that not to transfer the power to them that is why they never supported the concept of this full islamic state. still they are not supporting the concept of full islamic state 
Next question, please. Pushp Gund wants to know, is Pakistan a chessboard for China and US? If so, who is winning? Uh, Ji, Namaskar. Sir, it is not only possible. There are Chinese, there are Americans, there is Rothschild, there's Interomic uh, IAE guys, uh, there is Niazi, there is Bajwa, there is Sharif, uh, there are these Bhuttos, and uh, there's this PTI. And there are a lot of, and there is uh, intelligence agencies are also, there are Saudis in the game. And there is a, uh, there's a little bit of interference from UAE and Iran as well. So Pakistan is a chessboard of all the players. It's not only two. Don't give credit to all the two. There's everybody. But yes, the main contenders are, you know, Pakistan has to decide, you know, whom they have to suck up to, Chinese or Americans. I think I told them, I advise them a lot of times, go on the American side because they don't want your landladies and legitimacy. They only want their economic interest. But Chinese will re-engineer your DNA. That is a trade-off you will have. So I, I hope some sense prevails. What is the male-female ratio in Pakistan? Do you know? As per latest census, no idea, sir. Hmm. I think it is not too bad. It is not too bad because they are producing a lot of kids. So it doesn't really matter what, hmm. what is the outcome. No, the dolphins are suffering. <laughs> yes, sir. Dolphins, a lot of some people even talk about goats and camels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't know. <laughs> Ishan wants to know. Thank you, Ishan. Sir, given the US nature to betray its so-called allies and partners all the time. Do you believe that Pakistan will now let itself fully come under the influence of China? I think he just answered this question, right? So it's, it's <laughs> think about that. <laughs> Vivek Shukla wants to know, sir, what do you think is the reason for Biden not attending quad meeting? I think, sir, in my opinion, Vivek Ji, Namaskar, the reason is that two, one is this uh, economic problem, one is this loans, uh, you know, what uh, the financial debt ceiling, debt ceiling, debt ceiling, yeah. ceiling 31.4 trillion, you already hit and you have 15 days to fix a lot of mess. That is one. Second, I think uh, President Biden does not want to upset China by going to Australia. That is also one of the reasons, though you could have had a quad meeting because Prime Minister Modi was there, Japanese are already there. You could have a court meeting in uh, Japan as well because he's going to Japan for G7. So you could have just, uh, you know, taken a day and did it. But it, that these are the only two reasons in my mind which strike my imagination. Next question, please. Oh, that's it. Thank you so much, Sumitji. And uh, it was a real revelation. A lot of things are coming out now, tumbling out of the closet. We could try to put some interesting video uh, video links, YouTube links that you can watch if you're interested. Because Sumiji has given a lot of information. He's, he's on Pakistani channels as well as on Indian channels. So he is picking up a lot of information. And I have some hints also. So a lot of stuff happening. Also, I want you guys to stay tuned. The sequel to my book, who painted my money white is almost ready and it is again with our great characters and our great neighbor pakistan so stay tuned <laughs> we will keep you posted thank you so much sumit ji namaskar thank you sir namaskar pranam and sadhu vaat to all